Hello, I'm Greg. I present uh, Don's on Saturday on MKFM, normally, one till three. However, Don's on Saturday has been binned because the season's over. Uh, so this is a podcast we're doing just to wrap up things. I'm joined by Toby Locke from the MK Citizen. He, well, Toby. Yeah. Today is Sunday. It's mm-hmm. the day after promotion. It's currently 4.41 in the afternoon. Yes, it is. Um, how are you feeling? Horrible. How about you? Yeah, I'm actually great. Yeah, yeah, I can tell by the perkiness in your voice that you are uh, particularly chirpy at uh, this stage in the afternoon. We were out celebrating the promotion, as I'm sure you were last night. Um, just the scenes, Toby. Sum it up, please. I can't really remember it, Greg. It was sort of a Not bit last of a, night. Oh, oh, okay, right. Yeah, oh, the football. Yeah, um, the football was... Well, I don't even re- really remember an awful lot of the game, if I'm being wholly honest. It was... Um, well... It was dramatic, let's put it that way. Um, obviously, being winner-takes-all, it was on a knife edge the whole way through. Even even when David Wheeler scored after two minutes, it was so nervy, wasn't it, for the rest of the 88-plus stoppage time that, that we played out. And fortunately, MK Dons made it over the line and sparking wild scenes of celebration at the end. I want to get a fan's view of those wild scenes of celebration. So, um, why don't we get on our famous listener? Yep. Well, actually, we've got a couple of famous listeners because Simon Crampton uh, came up to me in, last night yeah. and told me how much he loved MKFM. So. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you here, Greg. Yeah. I'll be amazed that you understood anything from Simon Crampton last <laughs> night because he was, uh, for those who don't know Simon Crampton, he's the MK Dons physio who's done a quite remarkable job this season with the number of injuries that have been through his room this, this, this year. Um, but he was... Uh, he was a little bit worse for wear, wasn't he, when we when we saw him, um, and he he was certainly uh, reaping the rewards of the promotion. Yeah, and I think he might have to spend some time on the medical table today. Um, <laughs> yeah, face down probably. Yeah, uh, right. So another famous listener that we've got is uh, Radio One's Will Chalk. He works for Radio One. He's a massive Don's fan. Yes, um, he is, and he's always wanted to be on the podcast. So let's get him on and see what his view of yesterday was, shall we? Hello. Hello, Will Chalk. Hi, who's this? It's Greg. Hi, Greg. Why are you calling from No Caller ID? Because oh, oh, my days is at the podcast. <laughs> yes, it's the you podcast. Are, you are live on a recorded podcast, Will. <laughs> oh, this is the best moment of my life so far. We wanted to get some, uh, what it was like from the cow shed, please, yesterday. Uh, yeah, good. Enjoyable. <laughs> um, yeah, I think um, the atmosphere never built up perhaps quite as much as it would have done like for that many people in the stadium i've known better atmospheres with fewer people but i think it's because everyone was so nervous yeah and there was never a point in the match at which everyone kind of could breathe a sigh of relief and really generate some energy fan wise because everyone was just on the edge of their seats the whole 90 minutes yeah there was a maybe five ten minutes after the goal went in i think where it was buzzing and then, as you say, it just got more and more tense. Yeah, but that yeah, that was the view from the cow shed. Uh, well, do you want my football analysis as well? Because uh, I mean, I don't have much. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I mean, this podcast is mostly filler, so. I yeah, I mean, I thought Mansfield were um, poor. Mm. I think like, oh, overridingly, they weren't that great. Um, any other time of the season, if that wasn't the match that our whole promotion race hinged on, we'd have been going away saying that was a comfortable win. Mansfield, do they really have a chance? 
I don't really, I, I can't remember one to be totally honest with you. I don't think Lee Nichols had an awful lot to do all afternoon, did he? No, I think they had, I, I think in the first half, you guys are about to be, I'm not sure they had a shot, let alone a shot on target. But because of like the, um, the import of the game, it felt like it was really even. It felt like it was like really close and we were always on the verge of conceding, but that's just because everyone was so nervous. Actually, in reality, yeah, we, we were comfortable as anything. It was a bit like the ball would bounce away like in the centre circle and we'd all be like, oh no, we're going to concede. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like Madison would get the ball in their own box and we'd be like, no, defend, get it out. What about the uh, scenes after the full-time whistle? Well, you know, fans on the pitch, can't condone that, of course. <laughs> um <laughs> Can I admit that? Is that like a crime? I don't know. <laughs> no one got arrested for going on the pitch. Because um, you can get banned. I don't know whether I want to go on public record and say that I saw fans on the pitch from my seat, where I remained seated as the, the Tannoy right. announcer told me to. And they looked like they were having a good time, yeah. It was quite funny because like everyone was like, yeah, we're on the pitch, we're on the pitch. And then it started raining. And most people were like, oh, actually, a bit rainy. Probably just go back to my seat where it's dry. <laughs> so it's the ultimate switch from like, pure hedonism. Like, yeah, let's go for it. Forget all the rules. We'll do what we like. Oh, actually, it's a bit wet when you forget all the rules. Let's go back to our seat where it's dry. <laughs> Those rules were there for a reason. Yeah, to keep you dry. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what about the lap of appreciation? Oh, the best bit was seeing you and Toby. Doing your little interviews. Mm-hmm. They little, you two are little so interviews. adorable together. They're not little. Yeah, no, but they were when you two did them. Because <laughs> you went around in a little... So I don't know whether you've said before that you were told you had to do your post-match interviews during the lap, lap of appreciation. Mm. You two were like the, the... Like, it was like the first day of primary school that you guys knew each other from before. <laughs> so you just, like, glued to each other. And <laughs> you could just see you walking up and being like, oh, Oh, there's David Wheeler. Should we go in to see David? Oh, oh no, he looks a bit busy. We won't go to David. No, let's just stay here in a little pair. And then you'd like pick your target and you'd both go off next to each other and do your interview. <laughs> oh, it was really adorable. We were, interv- Greg, the fan. we were interviewing as a team, as a Dons on Saturday team is what we were doing. No, it looked like you were scared to have conversations <laughs> by yourself. <laughs> Let's the big boys laugh at you. And how did the clapping the fans go? Yeah, you got a big cheer when you clapped the fans. Yeah. Now I'm gonna take. I'm gonna say that, that that was because I clapped them rather than someone else must have clapped them at the same time. <laughs> it was one of the was more surreal the moments, time? wasn't it? Where you turned to the cow shed and clapped, and the whole place erupted. And I thought, <laughs> no, surely not. Surely not. They this is, the, this is the, pro- the podcast. This is the proper end of the. This is the proper end of the movie. In that Greg, <laughs> the underdog, only ever known as mate in the MK Don circles. <laughs> Finally gets the moment of appreciation that he so sorely wants. Vindication. That's what he was. That's what the name of the movie is called. Vindication. I bet. I bet in that moment he thought, "I never knew so many people listen to the podcast." Yeah. I bet like, there was a moment where he thought, "Yes, this is for me." This applause. There was half a second because I was clapping you and my other friends, the, like the four or five of you, and there was a second where everyone went up, and I thought, "Is that?" For me, like there was, a, I was like, no, I, well, we didn't see anyone else do it. So maybe it was just a fact of because everyone was buzzing with promotion, they saw someone on the pitch doing like a big fist bump, and they were just like, we not not knowing who I am. But everyone knows who you or are, Greg. Dean Livingston did it at the same time, and we didn't see or something. That's probably yeah, more no, likely. I, I, I no, I think another player did something because no, 
however many thousand Don fans are not going to confuse you accidentally for a player, are they? <laughs> no, but you know, they could have thought I was someone important. Right, anyway. Can I, can I just ask, Chalky, if, if your applause and your you know, rapturous roars were for actually for Greg? Yeah, so, so much so. And I've only ever experienced this at Don's. Um, if I cheer too much, I get what I think a migraine must feel like. I get like a splitting, painful like headache right in the front of my head if I shout too much and cheer too much. Um, so by this point, I've been doing lots of screaming and cheering and stuff. So I was fully in pain mode. So I kind of stopped. And then Greg came on. And I had a moment where I thought, if I cheer for Greg, it is going to hurt me. I will pay the price. <laughs> and I cheered my tiny little lungs out. Wow. And then had to stand with my head in my hand. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. By the way, I love the way you said when Greg came on, which again made me sound like a footballer. So <laughs> came on for your lap of appreciation. <laughs> right. Replacing number 21, David Wheeler. Number 17, Greg Burnett. Yeah. And I'm there thinking, God, this is going to hurt my head. <laughs> Not now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, look, you've lived your dream as well by being on the podcast, finally. Yeah, I love this podcast. Thanks for listening. And, uh, yeah, thank you, guys. I mean, yeah. Can I tell you what's coming up on the podcast so you can look forward to it when it comes out tomorrow? Yeah, is this, well, when's this slotting in? What's the? Well, this is like the intro, but we're not doing oh, really? a show. Oh, is this the podcast intro? Yeah, we're not doing a show, so there's no middle. <laughs> it's all intro. <laughs> right, okay. Um, we're going to hear from Paul Tisdale, uh, our little interview of Dean Lewington on the pitch, our little interview of yeah. Jordan Halton, uh, David Wheeler as well, Pete Winkleman and Alex Gilby all coming up. And then we're going to the awards tonight. And we've been told we can grab some stuff at the awards, and there'll be some bonus award stuff on, at the end as well. So you've structured this. You've thought Don's fans, end of the season, mm. they'll want player interviews. They'll want to hear from the people they love. Yeah. But what they want to hear before that, <laughs> to get them warmed up, is some guy who they don't know who happens to be mates with Greg and Toby. You might, you might not be our most... Well, no, you definitely are our most famous fan, but we found out that Simon Crampton from the medical staff is a big fan as well. Of the pod? Yeah. Oh, okay, huge. Well, he can come on next season. That's perfect. Yeah. Right. Well, well done. <laughs> Thanks. What are you doing uh, today to celebrate? I had to go to a kid's birthday party. It was horrible. Two year olds allowed. I was hung over. <laughs> okay. Well, enjoy the kid's birthday party. Thanks. Alright, bye. Bye, mate. Right, let's crack on. Let's start with Paul Tisdale, shall we? It was a long, long afternoon. It was a long week, actually. Um, it's a heck of a long week. I mean, I was walking off the pitch at Colchester last week at 10 to 5 I was planning what I was going to say to the players in relation to this game and it's been a long week and then to score so early and we'd love we'd love a second of course but a 1-0 to hold on for if we had the 6 minutes injury time that's 90 minutes plus I guess is a long time um, so but we got there I am absolutely delighted um, I might not be showing it so much but in my own way I am you can imagine I am so I'm relieved as much as delighted um, not to have to go to the playoffs um, I'm looking forward to a holiday for once um, and I just just absolutely um, loved seeing Stadium MK pack 20,000 people here well done to Mansfield supporters well done to the Mansfield team I know what it feels like to lose out in a game like yep. this so I feel so sorry for them but uh, great to see Stadium MK packed noise and something to celebrate yeah. and all those people who have come and watched for the first time or don't come very often please come again because you make it such a 
such a great place to be. Um, and I'm just, I'm just so proud of my players because to bounce back from another relegation, having be so unsettled and challenging for them, I love them to death and uh, I'm so pleased for them. One of my favourite bits from yesterday generally was how happy Paul Tisdale was. I'm so pleased for him. Yeah, he's deserved it, hasn't he? It's it's been a, a, a tough couple of seasons for him, um, as it has been for MK Dons. But but for Paul Tisdale, he's obviously suffered um, with the playoff final defeats when he was at Exeter. Um, and we spoke to him on Thursday, and he, he said how desperate he was to avoid the um, the playoffs again this season. So he's going to be waking up. Well, I imagine he woke up this morning with a broad grin on his face because he doesn't have to go through that and he's finally got the promotion that he's so sorely wanted. A broad grin and maybe a headache as well. Yeah, pretty much like us. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I wasn't grinning. No, you um, were not. Let's, now, let's crack on. Let's hear from Dean Lewington. So as you've previously heard, we did our little interviews in the lap of appreciation. You might have seen us down there uh, talking to players. This is what they were saying. Dean Lewington, how does this compare to your other, uh, to la- last day last season? Uh, it's black and white really isn't it I think um, the despair that was around the place and, and how the season had gone um, you know, 4 to 12 months is you know, a lot more obviously happier place and you know, it's vibrant it's jumping and you know, hopefully we've uh, managed to get a couple, a couple of steps forward I mean it's gone exactly as we wanted it now but to score in the, first, in the second minute and then to go that long without scoring it got nervy for the fans was it nervy for you on the pitch? Not so much when you're playing it's a little bit easier during control. Um, I think as the game went on, we sort of got deeper and deeper. I think was holding the six yard box at the end, but you know they had one maybe half chance. Apart from that, we <coughs> defended pretty solidly and didn't really create too much. And so, um, the first half especially, we you know, played really well. The promotion game against Yeovil, you got two goals, was it? I hear an assist from the corner. Promotion game's your thing. Uh, yeah, seems like that. Um, just happy to um, contribute in any way possible, really. And um, you know, we worked a lot this week on set pieces because it was one of those things that you could have a big maximal impact with just a little bit of training. And so um, you know, we're, we're delighted with the goal and um, uh, delighted with the win. Go and enjoy it tonight, Dean. Yeah, thank you. And he did. Yeah, yeah, he most certainly did, yeah. Great performance from the captain all season. Yeah, he's. Um, I think he only missed about 20 minutes at the end of um, one of the games recently, um, and that was the only time from the, the, the regular 46-game season that he missed. So he's been an absolute machine, and when Dons have had a defensive injury crisis, he's been the one player who's been there throughout it all, and he's, he's led the team well. Um, we also talked to Jordan Halton. You led this one, Toby. What, what, what do we even say about today? I know, you can't, you literally can't put this feeling into words. I was saying, when he's put six minutes up, uh, everyone was blowing a bit, everyone was backs against the walls, but I think that sums up this season. It's, it's been a mixture of emotions the whole way through the season. We've, we've had literally a bit of everything. First half, we had good bits of play. I thought we dominated large parts of the first half, and I thought we deserved to be more than one nil up. Second half, they, we knew it was going to come out. We had to defend, and that's what we've done, to be honest. So hats off to so far. You look knackered just from the celebrations. I mean, how, how does it feel right now? I know, it, literally, the, you can't, the emotions, are, it's draining. <laughs> but it's, a, it's an amazing feeling to do it in front of such a massive crowd. I said before the game, this is what you live for, this is what you play football for. And what, what a feeling. I mean, it's exactly what 
exactly what you signed for MK Dons for, wasn't it? To get promoted and help them back to League One. Exactly, that's what I said just earlier on. I didn't come here to have a season of finishing mid-table and stopping the rot as such. I came here and I wanted to get promoted straight away. I didn't want two years in League Two. We're too good for, for League Two. And now we can push on. Hopefully we can regroup again, get some more players in the, in the summer and, and really push on and kick on and have another push for another promotion. Mate, go on holiday. Yeah, and I rest. <laughs> Cheers. Well, Lovely, man. honest stuff from Jordan Houghton. Yeah, massive. Um, he was... He's, well, he was, as, as I mentioned previously, he was my vote for the Media Player of the Year because not only was he great on the football field, he was great um, when it came to us interviewing him and he was always approachable and always always good to us. So, yeah, definitely got my vote and was um, was a top man all season. Right now, the goal scorer, David Wheeler. We talked to him as well. David, normally the goal that sends a team up, you know it's the goal that sent you up, it's towards the end of the game or whatever. Today's in the second minute. I guess you didn't really get a chance to fully celebrate it when it happened. Uh, I don't know, I gave it a good go. <laughs> um, yeah, no, you're right. It's like when you score that early, you think there's, there's bound to be other things that happen during the game, other goals that are scored and stuff. But, you know, I'm very, very lucky on a personal level that, that it, was, it was my goal. Um, but I think the the work from the team that you know for the rest of the the game defensively, you know the amount of the amount of headers at the back four one like you know in the last last ten minutes was incredible like especially Russell Martin who's you know struggling with two injuries and still still got out there and and you know had an incredible performance as well so yeah does it change the game plan when you score that early? Um, not no, I don't think so. I think if anything, it just you know you, you think oh it's you know it's working. We'll just we'll just carry on. Like obviously from a set piece, so you know set pieces not really t- tend to be part of any sort of game plan. And I think when you score, you just just keep doing the same thing. And I think we we just carried on troubling the back the back three, which was which was the plan. The defensive unit, as you mentioned, were fantastic today, especially in that first half. That gives you that freedom to go forwards. The nerves the fans felt. Were you feeling them on the pitch, or did you have that confidence? Um, no, when I was on the pitch, I was fine. But you know, when I when I come off and I was sitting on the subs bench, that's when it was horrible. It's just always horrible watching. Like you know, then you become a fan, and you're like, you know, you're on edge for the whole for the whole time. So um, no, on the on the pitch, I was well, I, I was pretty confident. I don't think you know we conceded hardly any shots on our goal. So I think we were we were very solid. You've only been here a short time, but you've really come into some form of late pleased with your uh, six months or so here yeah I'm 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 really I'm really really chuffed I'm you know I've had a really hard time last couple of years haven't really played an awful lot um you know I had a good time at Pompey but I didn't didn't really play and and just having a run of games as here has helped me so much like with my my performance and and I feel you know the last last few games I've shown what I'm what I'm capable of I'm, and I'm just yeah really happy that I could contribute to to a promotion how are seeing the 20,000 fans here celebrating the stadium that full yeah yeah it's great obviously you know week to week sometimes it's you know it's, it's a bit sparse um and you know the fans do so well to create create an atmosphere anyway like you know with with so many seats empty but when you when you come out like that and it's and it, you know the everyone's behind you then it makes such a big difference and and hopefully in league 1 that you know the attendance is more like that because you know it just it, it makes it makes it a great occasion for everyone and everyone everyone enjoys it so much more when the atmosphere is like that and uh, scoring the promotion winning goal we're in the tunnel at the moment do you think next season you might have a picture up on the wall 
<laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know. Well, who knows? Who knows? But um, yeah, no, it's like uh, it, it's enough just to know that I have done it. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't need to be up on the wall. Just, just for me personally to know that that, that I've contributed in that way is is more than enough. If he doesn't want his picture up, but you can put mine up. Whoever designs the tunnel. Oh, that would have been the, a picture of you celebrating in front of the cowshed. I think would have been <laughs> a sensational thing to walk down the tunnel to. So someone tweeted a few days ago that if David Wheeler scored the winning goal to send us up, they'd get a tattoo of a tequila bottle with David Wheeler's name on it because you, of his song. Have you seen the? T- have you seen it? No, they haven't got it done. Have they? Yeah, it's already done. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Genuinely. I haven't seen it. No. Yeah, I think MK. Uh, I think the MK Don's Twitter account retweeted it a couple of hours ago. <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I'm looking at it now. Uh, it's, it's on their calf. It's got the date uh, of yesterday, and it says David Real underneath it. That's a quick turnaround on getting a tattoo. Where did you get one booked that quickly? Unless he knows some sort of artist, perhaps. But, yeah, that's, it, it is a massive turnaround, isn't it? And <laughs> fair play to the guy for doing it. I mean, <laughs> that's something you're stuck with forever now. Yeah, isn't it? Uh, right. So, uh, Darren caught up with uh, the chairman, Pete Winkleman, after the match as well. Pete, how are you feeling? Oh, Darren, what a what a day, what a day, what a year, and what a life it's been. Now, I mean, uh, you know, obviously after the horror of last season, this time 12 months ago, probably my lowest point ever in football, and you, you question why you do it, but you do it because of days like today, in front of 20,000 people at Stadium MK, it was rocking, we got the early goal, and you thought, yes, we're on our way, and then we had to hold out for the entire game, and you have to say Mansfield threw everything at this at the second half, yeah. and you know, I hope they do well in the playoffs, because they've been really formidable opponents, um, but for us, it means we get up, it means we've stop the thing going backwards and we can start putting our foot on the gas again. I'm absolutely thrilled for Paul Tisdale. Um, this is exactly what he wanted to try and achieve. We couldn't believe it could happen in just 12 months, but he's done it. And I'm looking forward to where he's going to take the club next. And the crowd today, over 20,000. Oh, wasn't that fantastic yeah. for a League 2 encounter. 20,000 people in here. And, you know, Milton Keynes knows how to do an event. And this was an event today. And when we have that many people behind us, they were willing the ball to stay out of our net and willing it to go into the opponent's net and that's what you need you need that 12th man so yeah absolute thrill um, really bit surreal um, <laughs> definitely if they could all the games could be like this <laughs> I would take it but it shows you in football winning is everything yeah. and today we were the winners it's like you said uh, previously about the Lincoln game it was like a proper football game with the 20,000 crowd in there yeah absolutely it was there were moments where everybody was super tense and were, were really on the edge of their seat and there was that you know, dulled hush whenever there was a set piece and the nerves jangling from everybody. And, and as Will mentioned at the top of the show, was, everybody was terrified every time that Mansfield got the ball, even in their own penalty area, because the stakes were so high and, and everything was so much was riding on it. Do you want to know something as well? That Lincoln game, um, it was a title decider. Because if we'd won, we'd be level And admittedly, the goal difference... Is a bit more. We'd have had to beat them like four 0 or something. But still, if we'd beat them, we would have won the title. It's crazy to think like that because we'd have it? three more points. They'd have three fewer. Mm-hmm. They were, they finished six ahead of us. We yeah. would have. Yeah. Incredible, isn't it? Incredible, and that's why these games are always are always called six pointers because there's so much riding on it. It's not just the fact that you haven't got those points. It's the fact that this team has then pulled away three. So it is it is a huge swing. Um, one more from yesterday then uh, Alex Gilby friend of the show we caught up with him in the tunnel after the match you've been out for six weeks on the sidelines Alex how was watching that? awful <laughs> worst experience I've ever had 
Uh, just, I think when you're playing, you don't, obviously, you're not nervous because it's in your hands, but obviously when you're sitting there like a cheerleader, you're not doing nothing, you're just praying the boys can pull through and lucky for us, we've got an unbelievable squad and they did. We talked just before the game about how nervous you were and the fans were empathised with that before a big game like this. Have, did you manage to sleep last night? To be fair, I haven't slept a week. I've been arguing with people, um, been arguing with, with, with a few of the injured lads, just wanted my own space, but obviously you've got to take that away from like, all the squad. You've got to just be moody by yourself and obviously we're lucky to, how good the boys were today obviously it's a good mantle side and just showed how much we really wanted it and in a game like that I mean you always want to score early but that not scoring again for another 90 or so minutes it really piled on the nerves didn't it yeah but I think we've done it the hard way all season so why would we uh, start doing it the easy way today do you know what I mean obviously um, I was shaking like a leaf I thought I was going to be sick at one point but listen the boys are unbelievable um, there's some great performances out there today especially like Williams and Walsh coming back into the team obviously having a layoff and just showed they look like they've been playing all season so fair play to them and fair play to the boys What are the celebration plans? I can't tell you that I might get arrested <laughs> <laughs> I imagine the atmosphere in there though is brilliant because you were here last season with the disappointment of the end of that compare that day to today what's it like? Well last season was the worst of my career I think I hated football um, hated every minute of it and obviously compared to last year to this year it's unbelievable I think so happens if you just stick with it and work hard you get your awards and I think we've been up and down all season and thankfully today we sort of put a performance in front of obviously 20,000 fans and they should be proud as well because they've been unbelievable all season the fans Was there a fist pump when the final whistle went? I think it was a more of a fist pump my hips were going as well it was a, <laughs> it was a quadruple pump at one point <laughs> How much does this mean to MK Dons bouncing back at the first attempt? Oh, it's massive I think especially when you look at more than the fans and more than the players you look at the chairman Bobby behind all the scenes who this is their life and obviously last year was horrendous the worst I've ever had and especially getting injured as well and obviously it just shows good manager good players and we've done it What are your highlights of the season? Just playing obviously last year was interrupted by an injury um, just winning winning games of football obviously like I said I hated football um, Tiz has come in done an unbelievable job obviously when it's a broken changing room to put it together so quick and get promotion I think it's unbelievable so fair play to him um, Last summer you were obviously injured and needed to spend a lot of time here doing rehab now can't help but notice that one of your shoes is in a massive boot is that, does that mean that you're not going to be quite setting off on holiday yet? No yeah I've got a few holidays plans obviously um, but listen I'll be in the gym every day grafting again but people might not realise this but I'm quite busy so I enjoy being in work and my older lads are away so listen it is what it is and as long as we come back fit in pre-season we can bounce back and do well in the league one next year there's plenty of pumping from Gilby in the celebrations afterwards as well yeah very much so on he Saturday was, night he was very very excited wasn't he to be going back to league one after a season away yeah um, so that's all we got yesterday however as I mentioned at the top of the podcast we are going to the awards and potentially we're going to talk to some players there. So if we do, we will just stick them those interviews on the end of this. So you'll be about to hear those. One thing before we do go, though, um, I had confirmation from someone that they listened to the podcast in the bath. Fantastic. That's that's, that's your dream, isn't it? Yes. To have somebody listening in the bath. I always like to imagine that people are listening in the bath and someone actually has. So well done to Tom. Do you reckon that started because you asked for people to listen in the bath or do you think it just no. so happened that, like it was a natural occurrence? It's just a natural place to listen to this podcast in a bath, I think. Candles. Right. Are we um, celebrating again tonight? I'm probably not, no. <laughs> I think I'm going to be drinking soft drinks. <laughs> okay. It's been fun this season, hasn't it? 
Yes, thank you for joining me all season, Toby, and thank you for listening. If you have ever listened to the live show, uh, to the podcast, or whatever, or just MKFM Drive because you're just a big Greg fan, whatever you've listened to. And thank you if you uh, if you cheered Greg uh, in the cowshed oh, yeah. on Saturday uh, because I know it means a lot to him. If actually, yeah, oh, this is dangerous because the maybe it's just the replies might be horrible. If you did see that and you did cheer because I clapped, let me know. At, tweet me and if you were there and you saw something else happen and that's why you cheered then also let me know so we can clear up this mystery of why everyone cheered or if anyone has footage of it oh if anyone's got footage footage. i'd pay for footage of it please if you have got footage of it someone must do everyone was filming everything these days aren't they yeah right yeah so we're going to the awards uh we'll see if we can grab some people as well and you'll hear that now congratulations kieran on the awards uh where do they go in your house I oh, lovely yeah. They're, um, I'm 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 ecstatic, you know. I'm I'm very happy to to get them. They'll go in a nice place on the mantelpiece, yeah. Have you got many others for them to go with? How big is the trophy cabinet now? Yeah, it's it's building up, you know. And hopefully, there's there's more to come, you know. Um, but yeah, there's a few. Just sum up for us uh, this season compared to the rest of your career. Where does it rank? Very much, very high up there. Yeah, definitely. Promotion is always obviously the, the main thing at the beginning of the season. It was promotion and. And to get on the final day in the manner that we did is, is fantastic, you know. It's, and obviously, as you see, saw from the celebrations and the lads tonight, it's, it's, it's been a it's been an effort. It's been a, a great effort, you know, by the lads. A lot of hard work from all from the management, the staff, everyone associated with the club, and I'm delighted to be a part of it. We've seen the MKFM goal of the season go to Chucks and EK, but you've scored enough to have your own goal of the season competition. What was your favourite of yours? Um, I actually voted for oh for, for well, my goals. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, got me thinking there. Um, I'd say uh, <laughs> they're all as good as each other, man. I can't really pick one out right now. Morecambe, yeah, they were they were right, weren't they? But um, <laughs> to be fair, it would be nice if you got the, if you got a result out of it. But um, yeah, they were nice goals to be fair. So yeah, we'll go with them. <laughs> and you've been absolutely had by your manager on stage about your glasses and uh, being able to see the ball and get some more goals. <laughs> next <laughs> next season, score some more. Uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, always trying to trying to improve and better myself. And um, ultimately, if 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 um, I can if I score more goals, chip in for the team and get more success like we did this season, I'll be more than happy. Congratulations, Connor, Young Player of the Year. What does that mean to you? Means a lot to be fair. I didn't expect. It. I thought, being 23 years old, I'm I'm not considered young anymore. But um, I think it's it's um, it's a good feeling to get that, especially that I've I've not played the full season, so I'm, I'm happy with it. Uh, rank this season for us and the rest of you. you. Spent a lot of time Scottish football, and obviously last season here with a relegation, not great. How does this season compare? So far, this has been the best season of my my career in terms of happiness, in terms of feeling. Um, even when I was injured, I've never been this happy. Uh, this, I, I said in the awards that this is the best group of players that I've, the best dressing room that I've had the pleasure to work with so far, and um, they kept me going throughout the full season. And you know, it's, it's just a pleasure to work with them. You must be pleased that your uh, one goal this season, right? But it was a vital one because we only won that game by one goal, and we only went up by two points. So it was vital to the success of the season. Yeah, obviously, I think. My game, I should be scoring more goals, to be honest with you, more than one goal. Uh, but to get one uh, that led to a victory, I'm happy with that. But next season, I need to contribute more goals, I think. League one next year, but before we think about that, what are the plans for the summer? Are you going to enjoy yourself? 
Hopefully, I think my missus has got a few holidays planned, so um, I'll need to just listen to her and follow her wherever she takes me, and then hopefully go away with the boys for a bit, uh, keep myself fit, and hopefully come back ready to go again. And we've seen, well, tonight, especially but throughout the season, that the team's really close-knit uh, at the moment. What do you think this team can achieve next year? We can achieve all sorts. Um, we've been really unlucky with injuries, to be fair, and I think if we had a full squad, it would have been a bit easier than what we made it. Um, and you see what Luton done, you know, anything can happen next year. We just want to continue being happy and continue playing playing well and, uh, you know, never you never know what can happen next season. And uh, you just missed out on the media personality of the year awards. Uh, someone in this duo didn't vote for you, they voted for Jordan Halton. But uh, the right choice, do you think? I thought I was going to get it, to be honest with you. I was banking on that. Um, if, I, if I was going to get it, I was going to wear my suit, but... Um, <laughs> Stuck with the jumper, so it was probably the right decision. 